All right, today we're going to talk, well, this is actually kind of a year-end um, podcast. I know there's a couple of days left, so there's still, there's still a couple of days to change this. Uh, 2021 in review. My, my question is, and we'll see if you uh, can follow with me on this and what you think, uh, was 2021 the worst year in American history? Was it? What do you think? You think it was the worst in American history. And that's saying quite a bit there. And I will argue this. 2021 is one of the worst. Was it the worst? I don't think so. And the reason I say that is because, well, for one thing, it depends on what metric you you use to measure that by. Now, we can go through several here, and that's what we're going to do. What what I'm thinking is, though, if if you would just pick each one out individually, I think you could come up with other years that were as bad, okay? But if you took, thing, took these, these subjects as a whole, I think you could argue that 2021 was one of the worst in American history. But well, you'll see what I'm talking about here in, in a minute. For instance, let's, let's start with the economy. Uh, inflation's horrible right now. Uh, employment. Depending on how you look at it, because they always do it with fuzzy math. Years ago, during the Great Depression, unemployment was skyrocketing. It was horrible. Um, so now we do fuzzy math. We don't count people who, to be unemployed who are not anymore, no longer looking for employment. Follow me. So we changed the rules a little bit. So I don't know. The Carter era. You go. We had stagflation. So today, I mean, the Carter era, if you, had, if you were alive during the Carter era and, and you remember that at all, that was a disaster. I was just getting out of high school at that time. So 1977, things were pretty bad. They were pretty bad. Uh, I remember my first house I bought, I think I paid 12 to 15% interest on it. Uh, it was a uh, owner finance kind of issue. It, it was terrible. It was terrible. Gasoline was in short supply. So I don't know. Is it that bad right now in the economy? No. No, it's not that bad. I mean, it's not like Yugoslavia's inflation or Venezuela's in, you know, in inflation. But you could argue that it's pretty bad. I mean, we're, we're historically, we're at uh, highs in, in the growth of inflation right now in the United States. So, yeah, yeah, that, that, would, be, that would be a big one. I mean, I don't think you could compete with the Great, Great Depression, okay? That was, a, that was probably, when it comes to economy, that was probably the worst uh, in American history. Well, and then you go back to the Civil War. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, you've got FDR's fiscal policy, which kept us in the Great Depression longer than we should have been there. Now, having said that, we came out... Uh, on a you know on a war footing out of uh, the Great Depression and became one of the 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 largest and the most powerful economies in the United States. Or I mean the world. So okay, the economy's bad. I'll give you that. Now technology wise, uh, technology wise, it's hard to compare that to past decades because the technology is always expanding, always getting faster and better. So, but technology right now, our problem right now is the censorship in technology and high tech. Uh, they're trying to do away with the First Amendment. Technology is the uh, social media platforms are. So I would say it's pretty bad. I would say it's pretty bad. I, we've, we've got a lot of uh, 
um, of our rights that are being infringed upon. And uh, I would say that's I would say that's probably in the top the top five of the worst years. Now you go back to you go back to uh, the Civil War era, um, the 1910s. You know, I don't know technology. That one's a hard one to really compare to anything else because, like I said, technology is always getting better. So you have really nothing to compare it to. Now foreign policy, on the other hand, we have got one of the biggest disasters in American history going on right now. Our foreign policy is a dismal disaster. It really is. Biden has done absolutely nothing other than make us weaker than we've been probably since, I don't know, the Cold War started. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. This Afghanistan debacle, um, we, gave, we gave weapons to the Taliban. Uh, we turned them over to basically to the people we were fighting, right? And we've got people trapped there. We've left billions of dollars worth of equipment there that we just turned over to, to the enemy. It's, I would say that's probably, foreign policy-wise, I would say 2021 was probably the worst in American history as far as foreign policy. Now, you go back to the Vietnam War, World War II, you could, you could make some arguments that those were, if not as bad, maybe even a little worse. Vietnam War was just littered, littered with, with the foreign policy disasters. But this one, the problem with Vietnam, well, the reason Vietnam wasn't quite as bad is because we were, you know, we were in the midst of a war. And, you know, technology wasn't what it was today. Foreign policy today, you know about these things immediately. If you look at it from a standpoint of, um, you know, what actually happened? Vietnam could could rival this. There's no doubt about it because fifty, you know, over fifty thousand, uh, uh, you know, American troops died in that. And then go back to the Civil War. But as far as foreign policy and how we're viewed on a on a, uh, a world stage, this is the worst I've ever seen. It really is. At least in Vietnam, we had some we had some. Um, I guess you would call them allies that kind of went along with us. And the Civil War was actually our own doing. World War II, we were actually fighting a, a, a good battle. You know, we, we were the good guys in that one. Uh, and there were some debacles in it, too. The Civil War, that was our, that was our, own, that was our own dirty laundry there. I, this is foreign policy, and I'm talking about how the world views the United States now. And if you've ever seen Joe Biden on a foreign stage doing any kind of interaction with anyone, you know the United States is being laughed at. So I would say foreign policy, by far, is the worst now than it's ever been. And Afghanistan is at the top of the list. Now, social alienation. I guess, I don't think it's really as bad as the 1970s. You, you have to admit, we've got transgender issues. We've got, uh, um, uh, you know, we've, we have uh, Black Lives Matters. We've got, we've got uh, uh, Antifa and all that. Yeah, but if you go back to the 1900s, <laughs> They were everywhere back then. Anarchists were everywhere. Pre-World War I, everywhere. That was the heyday of the lefties. You know, now we just got a handful of cults, people like that. I, I really don't think it's that big of a deal. Civil War, Civil War, you can't get any more alienation. You, know, you can't be more alienated than the Civil War era. I mean, nothing compares to that. Okay? And as far as the 1970s, 
we were having race riots on a daily basis. The civil rights movement was in, in full swing. Um, I would say social alienation. I wouldn't say that's in the top, in the top 10. So, so that's one you can kind of put aside. I, I think it's been much, much worse. I know it's bad because we see it on a daily basis because of the 24-7 news cycle. But when you, when you start looking at it from a historical uh, aspect or, uh, you know, looking at it historically, it's not nearly as bad as the 1970s, and it's not near as bad as the Civil War, okay? Because that was the entire country against one another. It, 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 that, that doesn't compare to anything that's going on right now. Now, um, President uh, not being mentally fit, uh, you can't get any worse than this, okay? This is at the top of the list. Yeah, you can put Bush aside, W, you can make fun of him all you want. I believe that was more of an act than anything, but this president is not mentally fit, okay? You could go back 100 years and go back to Woodrow Wilson, who was, you know, terribly ill at the time, and I think his wife was running most of the show. But most of the time, the, the legislation was passed. It should actually be, it should be uh, um, taken away. It should be, you know, voided. Because she was signing all this stuff. If you know anything about your history, Woodrow Wilson's wife was actually running the show from his bedroom. Okay? She was signing legislation for him. It's in her pen, penmanship. It, it's it was quite a while. It was pretty wild. Now, is that as bad as it is today? I don't think it is. This president is not mentally fit. This guy is is just it it it's he's he's lost he's lost a, a half a point in uh in support in the last twenty four hours. Okay, that it, because of this COVID deal. Yeah, he he's a he's an abysmal failure. He doesn't know where he's at half the time. He doesn't take any questions for the, from the uh, reporters unless they're pre-screened. He's not mentally fit for this position. He wasn't when he took the office. Okay? This guy is the worst president in American history. So if you're looking at whether or not 2021 was the worst year in American history, this would be at the top of the list of reasons why. Okay? We are in danger with this man at the helm. We really are. He's not running the show. This guy can barely tie his own shoes. He doesn't know where he's at most of the time. He's, he's soiling his pants. I mean, we're getting reports from people that I've read, staff members at the White House, who are confirming this. This guy, he can't hold his... He can't hold it. He can't. That's why they don't let him out of the house very often. That's why he spends every weekend in Delaware. It's, it's, it's an absolute travesty. We are, the, we are the laughing stock of the world. And if anything would put us, put 2021 is in as far as the worst year in American history, this president would be at the head of that list. And that is really sad. So now we'll go down to like COVID. That's uh, been an abysmal failure. Uh, more people have died under Biden than died under Trump. No one talks about that. And it's gotten to the point now where he's just given up. 
He's basically he's basically just said, "Screw it, I'm done. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it over to the." He's walking away. He's walking away. He's 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 saying, "Oh, this is a state's problem. The federal government can't fix this." So, if the federal government can't fix this, even though you claim that they could a year ago, that he you, that you had all the answers, I re- I distinctly remember this guy saying that. He 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 looked. He pointed at Trump during one of the. Uh, debates and said, that man doesn't have the answers. I do. Well, apparently that's not the case. Because not only have you not fixed it, you've had more people die under it, under you in a year, than Trump did. So, I'd say that's an abysmal failure. And that's one of the reasons your approval ratings even drop below your your vice president. Which is horrible. You're talking about 36%. And that's skewed polls. That means if you do the math and you figure out and you see how things historically have been, it's usually a 10-point gap between what's true and what they're, they're uh, actually reporting on, especially in these polls, especially when they, they oversample uh, Democrats. So let's say it's between, <laughs> if it's at 25%, this guy should be impeached immediately. Okay? So... I, I, I don't know. We we're as far as uh, as far as the way the the country and is working as a whole, we've got we got some some really bad problems going on here. Now, again, does that mean that it was the year the worst year in American history? I, I don't think so. But it's in the top five. Yeah, it was a miserable year for most people. It really was. Um, you know. I don't know that if you if you look through the how did it affect you as as far as your life this year? It's been a mess. It's been a mess. It's depressing. It really is. Um, we've had we've had lockdowns. We've had it's it's. I mean, if you go back to uh, you go back to the uh, Carter administration. Again, I go back to when I when I got out of high school in the seventies. We didn't have these issues. We didn't have COVID. Uh, economy was a mess. But the president himself was pretty, a pretty moral person. He wasn't a very good politician, but he was a pretty good guy. I think he tried his best. And I've always liked, I've always liked Jimmy Carter. I was a Democrat back then. I've always liked Jimmy Carter. I always thought he was a good person at, at, uh, at the core. So, as far as that's concerned, is that, was it worse back then than it is now? I have to say that it's worse now. But, again, I didn't live through the Depression, and I certainly didn't live through the Civil War. Uh, I didn't live through World War II and all of the, uh, uh, you know, rationing that went on. So, I would say that this year... It certainly is not in the top 10 of the best. Let's put it that way. Our economy is in a free fall. Uh, there's really not much you can point at that's positive right now. Because it's, it seems like the federal government is pitting every, you know, every individual against their neighbor. And, the, and they're doing it on purpose. So we've got some serious problems. In 2021, I would say we go down in, one of, in history as one of the worst. But I would argue that it's not the worst. And again, depending on what subject you're talking on and talking about, you could make the argument that it's worse than any of those. But 
as a as an aggregate i, I i'd have to say that it's not and uh, a lot of people could feel different i mean if you've had covid and survived it and maybe spent some time in the hospital you would probably say 2021 is your worst so there are but as a, a, a overall i'd say it's not as bad and i bet i'd say it's in the top five that's what i'd say so that's all i got uh we're gonna move on to the news and one of them I wanted to start with right now is, and I, I mentioned this earlier, Biden mentioned yesterday when he was talking to the, uh, to the governors that there is no federal solution to combating COVID. Now, in my opinion, he's trying to avoid blame. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to, trying to make it so he can blame it on someone else. He's going to say, hey, I turned it over to the states and they screwed it up. I really believe that's what's going on here. Um, I, I don't know how you could actually say that with a straight face and expect people to support you. I mean, if the federal government can't f- solve this, what can they solve? Right? Isn't that a question? And I can see why his, his, uh, his approval ratings at 36%. He's actually, like, I, he's actually below Fauci, Blinken, Harris, and Pelosi in uh, approval. That's pretty bad. Pretty bad. And then when the White House, there's, there's another story here. The White House COVID coordinator, they shut down reporters' questions uh, you know, directed to Biden right after this governor uh, conference that he had. So that just goes to show you this guy's not in charge. They don't want him answering questions. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, flu season apparently is back after a two-year two hiatus. Yeah, we're having flu season again, which I find is just... If you can't see what's going on here, I tell you, you're not looking very hard. Flu disappeared last year. It, was dis- it, it, it had been gone the year before. No one talked about it. It was all COVID, all COVID-related. Now, all of a sudden, it's back. Now we're talking about it. I'm starting to get a, uh, pop-ups on my, on my uh, computer. You know, get your, get your flu shot. Yeah, didn't see that the last two years. Uh, let's see. How about this? This is another story. 30% of all new COVID cases in, this, in the country are in New York City. What's that tell you? And number five, this story, blue states. COVID is raging in blue states right now. And why is that? It's because you didn't let it go, th- you didn't let it go through the population, right? You put it off. You tried to prevent it. You can't prevent this, and now they're paying for it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Here's another interesting, which I thought was a ridiculous story. Number six that I'm talking about here. It's pro-choice men are getting vax- vasectomies to protest Texas abortion law. How about that? Well, that, that shows you how stupid you are, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, protest something by making it impossible for me to have children. That, boy, I tell you, that, that'll teach your, your enemies, won't it? Uh, they're talking to uh, doctor's offices. They've had uh, people who do this 15% increase in this <laughs> I tell you what sometimes you just can't fix stupid there's no doubt about it uh, number seven quarantine the CDC says instead of 10 days now mind you COVID cases are, are blossoming in blue states they're raging is the word they used and 30% of them are in New York City we, the CDC's decided to quarantine instead of 10 days we're going to go down to 5 days <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I love it. Uh, number nine, Rand Paul finally says that the 2020 election was stolen to install Biden. 
Well, Paul, I like you a lot. I like you, Rand. I do. I think you probably should run for president at some point, but a little too late, if you ask me. Now, they'll call him a conspiracy theorist, and they'll go after him full time on this, but at the end of the day, he's, he's 100% accurate. It was stolen. There's no two ways around it. I will stand by that. They have proof that it was, and the Supreme Court didn't have the balls to stand up and say it was because they were afraid it was going to cause too much civil unrest. So instead, we've got Biden in office, you know, a complete nitwit. Uh, that was a good call there, uh, Roberts. I, I think, uh, I can't believe your approval rating, uh, Supreme Court's uh, Justice Roberts, his, his approval rating's pretty high. I don't know how that is. That man is a sellout, as far as I'm concerned, and I do not care for the man. And I think that he may actually let this mandate stick that uh, is supposed to be installed January 4th. It wouldn't surprise me. Supreme Court, I have, no, I have absolutely no confidence in them whatsoever. Bunch of, uh, bunch of cowards, if you ask me. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, number 10, this is an interesting one because I mentioned it yesterday. I'm going to mention it again today. The U.S. government chartered Christmas ghost flights that flew from southern Texas to Cincinnati and Scranton, Pennsylvania. Had 118 children on it and 12 adults. Now, I don't know if you know what a ghost flight is, but it's a, it's a flight. Usually, it doesn't have a manifest of passengers on it. And it's, it's government chartered. So you tell me what's going on here. We're going to talk about this another time because most people don't want to even talk about this issue. And that is child trafficking. It's going on on a large scale in the United States right now. It has been for years. Clintons were involved. You know, you're talking about uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, go down the list. No one wants to talk about this because it's so horrible. Okay? Mainstream media won't touch this. Yeah. And, and it needs to be talked about. There needs to be something done. When the U.S. government is doing this, they're saying right now that from what, everything I'm reading, that uh, child trafficking is more lucrative than drug dealing because your asset you don't lose your asset you let these children be used by people and then you have them back it's like it's like renting a car you know it, it, your car you once you rent it out it it comes back you know then the drug trafficking you you say you'd rent the car out it's gone forever somebody that's you're selling it see in this in this instance you're renting them say so this this is more lucrative and it's it's a horrible thing. Uh, it's it's what Rome did at their at the end of their era, at the end of their empire. And this is this is just horrible. And and when it says U.S. government, that that scares me to death because that means there are people in the U.S. government that know about this. It's a horrible thing. Okay, and we're going to end on this because this is going to take a few minutes to explain. But uh, we're going to talk about Kwanzaa. Okay, uh, I think Lori Lightfoot and her wife were did some it looked like a saturday night light live skit but they were celebrating kwanzaa okay now this is this is a celebration between i think the 20th of uh december to the first of the year and what it basically boils down to is first of all it's a made-up you think i i I use it all the time uh festivus now that's a made-up holiday okay kwanzaa is a made-up holiday okay don't let them kid you don't let them kid you. This this is this was supposed to be a week of a week long celebration honoring American heritage or culture and heritage, okay? And it actually comes from 
it's it's actually Swahili origin, and it means I can't say this. It's Matunda ya Kwanza, okay, and it means first fruits of the harvest. Okay, now they do celebrate Matunda ya Kwanza uh, around the world, but they don't celebrate celebrate Kwanza. For one thing, it's spelled wrong. It's got an extra A. And the funny thing is it was actually invented in 1966 by a guy named, well, now this is his African name, Maluna Karinja, I think it is. It's K-A-R-E-N-G-A. His actual name is Ronald McKinley Everett, okay? 1966. He, he dreamt this thing up. Uh, I'll tell you what. Ronald here, or Ronnie, was a paranoid psych- psycho is what he was. He, he ran a black separatist group, okay? And he was convicted in 1971 of rape, okay? He did, he did time over this. And this is the guy that dreamt this thing up. Yeah, so don't let him kid you. Kwanzaa is a joke. That is the, that is the sick version <laughs> of Festivus, basically. Yeah, don't let anybody kid you. This guy was a rapist. He tied women up with electrical cords and beat them with uh, karate uh, nunchucks. And, he, and he's, he did time for it. And he's the one that dreamt this up. Yeah, and Kwanzaa is spelled with two A's, which doesn't even work with the African holiday. It's a joke. So anyway, that's the news as it is today. And uh, we will talk again. I hope that, uh, well, you know, I, I didn't know if you knew about Kwanzaa. So I didn't. I, I had to look it up. I did a little research on it. And that's, that's what I found out. So don't let anybody kid you. So anyway, that's all I got today. And we will talk again tomorrow. Uh, remember, let's go Brandon.